Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And my name's Jenna. And we run this here podcast called the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we implement behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Today, I wanted to encourage us to hop on this mic. And so this wasn't really a planned podcast, but it's something that I think we need to talk about. There's something that we can pull from here to uh, help you guys in the audience. Um, if you want to, please leave us a review on iTunes, whether it's positive or negative, we would truly, truly appreciate it. I keep getting emails from people that are leaving reviews. Um, we've had five-star reviews after 33 people now, um, and what you are saying about it is just incredible. The emails that I'm getting, it just means the absolute world. So thank you so much. Jenna? Yes? How are you feeling today? Uh, okay. Yeah? Well, maybe it's time <laughs> that we hit them with our gratitude point. This gratitude point is a point that we make. Uh, could be small, could be large. Uh, it brings perspective to our life to realize that when things are good or bad, you always have something that you can be grateful for. So we like to pull that out at the top of the show. And I'm going to make you go first. Of course you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think along the lines of what our subject is going to be today, um, I think... Yesterday was um, a frustrating day for me, just for a multitude of reasons. And um, learning, especially from my perspective, because I feel like I just dive down this rabbit hole of frustration and one little thing can kind of set me off. And just by the end of my thoughts spinning, it's like, oh, this life just totally sucks. Everything sucks. Um, and really learning to step back and step out of the situation and realize it's just this little trivial thing. Um, and so anyway, I think specifically what I'm grateful for in that uh, flight of ideas I just had is that you've really helped me with that. You've really helped me look at things more objectively um, and realize when I'm in my little tantrum uh, that maybe I just need to step back and look at it a little bit more objectively rather than just going off the deep end with my emotions. Well, I'm glad that I help you with that. However, you help me with that because you know I'm not perfect at that myself. Um, so good, I'm glad. Um, what I'm grateful for is your bravery. Um the time At the time of you guys hearing this, it's probably going to be a few weeks afterwards, but uh, Jenna did her first photo shoot. She did an incredible job. She faced um, a very a very tough enemy in her head, I think. Mm -hmm. um, took a lot of bravery. And, you know, I, I think that that type of thing gets hyped up in the media. Like, oh, she was so brave. She came out in a dress. But, um, <laughs> you know, you had no... Like, nobody was forcing you to do that, um, for you to go do that photo they, shoot. They weren't. Nope. Oh, dang, it's too late. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> yeah, I had my foot in your back the whole time. That's right. <laughs> no, um, she had her first photo shoot. Uh, she did it in sportswear, and then also we did it in some Matt Lane fitness apparel and here in the studio, uh, actually. Um, and it was a very, very good experience. We did it together. She had her own shots, and it was just, it was a milestone. Um, so I'm very proud of you for your bravery. And shout out to photographers in general, but especially... First of all, shout out to Travis Patterson. Yes, Go ahead. You took you took it right out of my mouth. Sorry. Um, I've never had professional photos taken before. I, I have never really had a reason to. I mean, besides like senior pictures in high school or something, which that, that, that doesn't count. Was like a lifetime ago. Yeah. But um, it's really awkward. Like, cause it's just really awkward. Like, shout out photo- to photographers. It's not just an art. It's a like y'all were talking the whole time like trying to get candid shots and get like a true smile rather than like i've been doing this face for 30 minutes yeah kind of um very interesting yeah and you add that on top of being you know shirtless or next to shirtless and very exposing like what is this person behind the lens thinking like you can't help but think that at being your first time and uh you know our bodies obviously we're very everyone i feel is 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 self-conscious of their body in some form mm-hmm. or fashion. I don't care how confident you are. Um, and anybody that says they're not, they're lying. Um, now, some people, I think, have a higher or lesser degree of caring. Yeah. But we're all critical of ourselves in, in some way. So. Yeah, I don't think you can truly say I don't care because on some level, whatever level it is, I think everyone does care at, at some point. Yeah, absolutely. But today, today I wanted to talk about quitting love today I, and jenna doesn't even like the title um i don't but i i mean because quitting love is it's not an option in my head um and how this came about was here lately um jenna and i have had a little bit of a tough time not really with each other but just as a whole i guess um, me and my own head of doing my own thing with Matlene Fitness and the podcast and growth and, um, you know, trying to put out quality content and then just, you know, everything that we have going uh, in our life that's outside of this. And it adds up, you know, like yeah. like we noticed that we're not spending enough time together. And, you know, so it's nothing monumental, but it's like, everyday mundane sort of dragging the relationship down kind of thing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And we were talking about it yesterday in the car. Um, and you looked at me, you turned and you said, I love you. And anytime she's, well, not anytime, but most of the time when she says that, especially when it's unprompted, um, we do that often. We do that very often. But when it's very unprompted and it almost feels random, mm-hmm. I always want to know where did that come from? So I asked, where did that come from? And then she started, you know, just mentioning some of the pieces that we've sort of been going through dealing with. And I was thinking about that and I was like, I wonder how many people think the same thing that are in relationships or, you know, if you're not married or not dating, you may, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member. But I started to explain to her that, you know, I've seen people quit on love in my life many times. I mean, uh, isn't it? half of Americans are divorced at some point. Yeah. Um, so I'm not the only one for sure. And that affects everyone around you. You know, it's not just you two. And I'm not saying stay together for everybody else, but 
I think what I'm really saying is quitting means giving up. And obviously there's certain situations where, yeah, you need to end that relationship. You know, Jenna, if you murdered my entire family, I think it'd be real tough to keep, uh, keep being with you. <laughs> there's certain situations, but just giving up when times are tough or mm-hmm. Jenna, when you want to just punch, punch me in the head for me being me at times, I get that. But sticking through those moments is what makes those great moments so great. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, so that's what sort of started this this topic. Yeah, and I think adding on to that, sometimes um, your toughest seasons in life are your growing seasons. Boom. And, you know, being able to step back and being thankful for your partner in life um, or the person that's really stuck by you, even outside of, you know, your spouse or your significant other, like sometimes you get so close to the situation, you're so wrapped up in it. The person that's closest to you is the one that catches your frustration and your anger and you have to let it out. You have to have an outlet, um, but you have to be so careful of that outlet being your punching bag, literally, or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the perfect way to put it. Yeah, like, it, because that person probably isn't the reason why you're frustrated or fed up or scared or tired, um, but they're the person immediately in front of you, so that's the easiest outlet for those emotions. And I think sometimes when it's the other way around, Um, when you kind of lash out for something, even if it's just, I'm not even talking about lashing out, like you yell at me or hit me or whatever, you know, (laughs) it's, you know, it's just, you're kind of short with an answer or you're not hanging out with me. You're in the back room doing something and it, you know, it's, it frustrates me or it annoys me. Um, there's a reason, even if you don't really realize it. So yeah. before I get my feelings hurt and get upset with you, I think the most important lesson that I've learned is just asking clarifying questions just to kind of delve into it. And I think yesterday specifically, um, we were kind of frustrated with each other. Um, you know, it's been a, a growing, some growing pains with, um, you know, for a long time we worked opposite schedule. So on my weekend, I had the house all to myself and I'm not a people person. I'm an introvert. I really cherish that time alone, even though I love you so much. I need that like space. Right. It was my like mental healing time from being with people all week. Um, But we changed our schedule several months ago so that we can have time off together, which is great. I love it. It's fantastic. It was the right decision, but it's been difficult for me I don't have those days anymore. I gave that up. And so my days off at home, you're here. So I might get an hour here or there where you've like gone to the store or whatever, but that's not the same anymore. So sometimes I can kind of take out that frustration of like, just leave me alone. For the record, I do have to go to the store after this. So (laughs) I'm going to give you some free time. Thanks, Holden. Um, But so anyway, yesterday we had kind of just like been short back and forth to each other. You were in the back room and I was vacuuming and I was like, 
getting aggressive with my vacuuming because I was like <laughs> frustrated, like, why would he do this? And it was something really trivial. And I was thinking about it like. What was it? I don't even know. It, like, it wasn't even important enough for me to even remember what it was less than 24 hours okay. later. Um, but, like, I was like, this is just ridiculous. I can't do this. I'm going to switch my schedule back. I need my time. I need my space. Yeah. I don't, you know, and I just, the more I vacuumed more and more aggressively, the more I realized, like. <laughs> I just picture, like, a hardcore vacuuming. I was. <laughs> running over dogs and stuff. It was a great, stuff. like, core and arm workout. Like, I was like, <laughs> ah. Um. <laughs> And I didn't even have the words together when I came to the back room and I was like, we need to talk. Like, I just, I just need your attention for a minute. Yeah. And I said it very aggressively as well. <laughs> like. No, you, you presented it gingerly. Go ahead. Um, and so when you came out of the back room, I didn't have the words to say yet. It was just, you're not, there's something not right and we need to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all it took to open the door. Yeah. You know, and from it. there, from there, um, you know, and there's definitely like for some stupid reason, there's a piece of pride there. Like both, both of you are, you're like, nope, not, not going to say it first. I'm not going to do it. They're going to do it. You know, yeah. like it's almost like a pride thing, uh, but it's so stupid because like you literally can't remember what the problem was 20, yeah. like 24 hours later. Well, I'm thinking about it. Like I was so like wrapped up in my frustration with you. And then you said something back to me that really hit home. Like, well, you've been really short with me lately. Mm. And I'm like, so I'm mad at you for withdrawing from me because I was being short with you. Yeah, the same exact thing. <laughs> We're doing the same thing. And like what I think is so huge there is all that is is communication. Yeah. You know, the perception and the story mm -hmm. and the rabbit hole you can go down yep. with whatever you've created in your head. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what you had told me in the car yesterday. You were like, uh, when we went on, like we were sort of ref reframing things and going back to things. Like we went on a cruise a couple of years ago and, well, was it a year ago? Yeah, it was whatever. a year ago. So something that's uh, an, an instance that really stuck out of my mind um, with this whole just allowing yourself to be angry longer and really put it into perspective. We were on a cruise a year ago and, um, Matt and I both, we love each other. We love spending time with each other. We love spending time with people, but we, I think, and I think everybody falls into this category. You need your own time. At Absolutely. Some point. So we went on a seven day cruise and Matt and I were shout out to Casey Crabtree and Reagan Hoffman. They went with us. <laughs> Uh, Matt and I were together 24-7. I think it was on like day five or six yeah. by then. And um, that's just a lot. We hadn't spend, spent even a moment yeah. away from each other or on our own. And we just had like a something happened and I was frustrated and I just walked out of the room and I just wanted to go walk around. And I ended up um, sitting on a chair in the shade kind of off in a corner somewhere and um my mind just started spinning and spinning and farther and farther and farther and farther where we didn't even really have an argument it was just we were kind of short with each other and I was like I just need some space um and the longer I sat there the more I spun out of control to the point where I was sitting there like 30 minutes it wasn't even like hours it, i had only been sitting there for a little while and i was sitting thinking to myself this is it when i look back in the future i'm going to say this is the point the cruise is the point where 
I knew it was the end. It's where it all ended. And I was like, I wonder if this cruise is booked, if I can just go get a different room. Um, I can't, you know, I can't go hang out with Matt for the next 24 hours. And like, it spun so far out of control that that's what I was thinking. And you had texted me. I told you where I was. And it was one of those like split decks on the cruise. And I was off kind of around a corner. So the whole time I was like, he asked me where I was and he just never showed up. He's just being a total dick. And, you know, just I had spun myself so out of control. So when I finally was like, okay, I'm going to go back to the room. He was there. He was mad at me because... He had been walking around looking for me the entire you. time and couldn't find me. And I was mad at him because he never came to look for me. And it was, all that is is communication. Yeah. You know, like, so due to a lack of communication, like we, like in your head, you were like, all right, that's it. I'm done. And you know, like that quitting love piece. I know that people act on that. Yeah. You know, or maybe it's been so many times that they're like, all right, I'm quitting on love. And what it boils back down to is communication. Yeah. And because as soon as we walked back into the same room and I was like, he has no right to be mad at me. And you, I'm sure in your mind was like, why is she mad at me? And it was like two sentences of like what we had been doing for the last ha half hour or yeah. hour. And then both of us were like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Well, let, let's move on. Yeah. And it just, that stuck out of my mind so much that I stepped away, which it's probably what needed to happen, but I just let my mind go so out of control. There wasn't a reason for me to be so upset or even take it that far in my mind. But the point is I allowed myself to be angry and just build it up so much in my yeah. mind. It wasn't a reality. It was all here in my mind. Yeah. 100%. And if I would have acted on it, I mean, that it could have just totally imploded. Yeah. But the point was I never stopped loving you i never stopped wanting to be with you i just honestly i just needed a minute to myself yeah but i just let it get out of control in my head well and i'll give you another example like before jenna and i got married uh we were dating for six years and in my head i would never get married i would never get married um for numerous reasons i had seen divorce many many times in my life and thought that marriage would just ultimately end up in divorce um so i went into relationships always very young um with like a quitting love mentality all the way up until i was like 19 years old i mean um you know mid-20s you know 19 that's pretty pretty old and mature you get what i'm saying <laughs> well like like you know all of the time of me being alive and being in relationships um so when i was in my mid-20s um there was this moment in time where I started questioning, like, all right, Jenna and I have been together for a long time, been together six years. Um, she, for some reason, is still sticking around, even with all of me in my head. <laughs> and, um, but I was really questioning, why am I here in this relationship? Like, what's keeping me here? Do I move on or do I stay with her? And I remember talking to my parents. I was standing in their kitchen and, um, you know, my dad asked me, well, does she make you happy? And I was like, I can't even put it into words how much. And, and he said, well, would you ever want to be without her? And I said, no, I knew that answer very clearly. And then I, I looked right back at him and my mom and I said, well, why would I, why would I not marry her now? 
and you know, being in my mid twenties, my dad was like, well, wait, 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 wait. I didn't mean like that. I didn't mean, <laughs> but it was, it was such a light bulb for me. And since that day, and since I proposed to her, there's never been a time, like even in our tough times where I've ever been, ever been like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to quit this. You know, there's been times where I've wanted to slap the hell out of you, but never like, you know, and vice versa. I'm, I'm sure there's been many more times that you've wanted to slap me. Yeah, that but, goes both ways. <laughs> but the point is that that quitting was never the option. Um, and it was because of who she is. Uh, sorry, I'm going down a little rabbit hole here, but I guess what I'm just trying to say is... Surprise. I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, if you know that that person, and again, this can apply to your friends, to your family, to whoever... If you know that you want them with you for the rest of your life, then that's the decision and that's, that's where it is. So you, you, you learn through, you go through all the things together. I remember Casey Crabtree and I, we were working out together um, in the mornings. It wasn't too, too long ago. And that's my, like when I go to the gym, that's my therapy. Like that's not something that I want interrupted. I don't, I'm not crazy about talking and hanging out doing, during it. I'm there to do the work and move on. And, um, you know, Casey doesn't have the same goals as I, when it comes to fitness and it started inching up and I started noticing it and we got into like a little bit of a scuffle and he like knocked my glasses off of my face. I was pissed. And then like in that moment, I was like, I am done. I am done with him. I am completely done. Um, but at the very end of that, of that gym session, we'd separated, you know, like we fist bumped and I realized like as mad as I was, like, I never want to be without him. I never want to be without Casey. Um, so at the end of the day, if you can answer that question to whoever this is, mm -hmm. then whatever BS you're going through or however much you spin yourself up, is that person worth it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think going back even farther, uh, than when we got married, um, there was, I think, maybe four years into our relationship, um, we were very unhappy, and we had all these long talks and couldn't really figure it out, and they were very emotional, and we both could agree that we were unhappy. Yeah. Um, but we didn't necessarily want to be away from each other. But that was the only thing we could really pinpoint of like what we could change immediately that might bring us happiness. Yeah. Um, and so it was a weird spot. Like, yeah, we loved each other, but we didn't want to be together because we weren't happy when we were together. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. And, and so our, you know, the default, I think, for people who are unhappy is to not be unhappy with the other person. And this is truly, when we were, this is when we were dating. Yeah. And, and truly, I think we could both look back now and say that we were happy with ourselves. Like I was, I was looking for my validation and my happiness in our relationship and not from myself. I wasn't holding myself accountable. Right. I was looking to that from you and from us. Yep. So yep. we, we, lost our individuality boom we lost ourselves in our relationship we morphed into matt and jenna rather than matt as a person and, and then jenna as a person and then they're in a relationship yeah, yeah exactly so, i i actually said that in my vows i said let us never lose our individuality but always be together yeah, yeah and i th i think what you can kind of boil it down is you know love is selfless but that doesn't mean 
you need to lose yourself. It just means you, you're always looking out for the, the well-being of the other person that you've chosen to love. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean you need to lose yourself. It, it actually, I think, means the opposite. You need to think of yourself and make sure that you're putting the right responsibility on yourself, that you're taking care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, that other person isn't responsible for your happiness. It's you. I love that you said that, taking your own responsibility. And what I, what I draw from that um, is I have, and I've always said this, I have a responsibility to Jenna to, to be my, to continue to be me, you know, to continue to be somewhat of a version of what you met. Obviously, I'm going to grow and not be the exact same person. But, you know, like you fell in love with who I was. And to lose that so much and then just become, like we said, one person, you know, it's no wonder that so many parents, you know, end up getting a divorce because, you know, they got the, the kids to deal with, they got the house, they, they're, they're, they don't take the time to be themselves. I think it's so, so, so critical, so important for people to keep their individuality because mm -hmm. if you don't do that, if you give everything to that other person and you don't do any, like if you don't keep yourself, then what what the hell is the relationship yeah well and honestly if you give everything to that other person there's nothing left for you and i think you'll end up resenting that other person a thousand percent even if you're giving everything to them in love i don't think that you can help but resent that you're giving everything in in your mind whether it's true or not they're not giving everything to you it's true um, and, and back to our situation, we ended up breaking up. We, that was the craziest 30 days of my it, life. It I was, think. it was one month. I mean, yeah, to, the, to the day, 30 days to the day. And, um, you know, we, we learned a lot of hard lessons. I hate that we went through that, but I'm glad that we did. Yeah. Um, because we realized as we were, getting back together and, and really reframing our relationship that the most important part was keeping our individuality. So, and in keeping communication, because at yeah. the end of the day, that's what it was. Yeah. Shout out to Craig Kahn for letting me live free for 30 days, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. I learned, um, I learned a lot too, like yeah. how to, how to clean a toilet and the floor at the same time. Only Craig's <laughs> going to laugh at that, but it was really strange. The way he cleans floors is strange. Go ahead. Um, I totally, yeah. Sorry. But, Totally got me off track. But, um, you know, we learned a lot of lessons, a lot of valuable lessons. And I think um, that needed to happen to really yeah. help us keep our individuality so that we're our own person to be able to help and love the other person. Well, what was interesting about that was like, like we, we split and then we got back together. The problem wasn't fixed, you know, like... Mm -hmm. uh, like, it's not like we did that, got back together and everything was great. Like it erased whatever the problems were, but it, it, it helped us uncover what it was that yeah. was the problem. Yeah. Um, and like through those 30 days, as tough as I wanted to seem, it was like, no, I don't need her. I'm fine. I moved on. It's fine. I was dead inside, you know? Same here. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, and it took, a, I think it, it took, a high amount of humility for both of us. Yeah. Um, I think pride is the killer of a lot of relationships. Ooh. Uh, because even if you think the other person's wrong is bigger, bigger than yours, you're still responsible.
writing your own wrong, even if it's in your mind smaller than the other person's. I like that. And, and I don't think that, and, and aside from like a, abusive relationships or whatever, most relationships there that's a that's a two-way street like there's responsibility on both sides yeah whether the responsibility for the demise of the relationship is bigger on one side or the other you're you're two people responsible for your own actions for your for your own integrity um and if you can't own up to that maybe the other person's waiting for you if you're waiting for them yeah you know now you've got a, a relationship that you know didn't work out because you were both too prideful to just admit like hey maybe i wasn't doing my best maybe i could have done yeah. better even and even just saying like now that i've said that it's your turn <laughs> <laughs> at least if your relationship doesn't work out from that point at least you know you've got that peace of mind you've cleared that slate of yours yeah. like you put it on the table you know you try to to right those wrongs um i think that's something it's a hard lesson i learned Early in my 20s mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I struggled with guilt of that relationship not working. Not because. Another relationship, uh, not ours. Right. Uh, I struggled because I, looking back, it wasn't that I thought we should have been together forever. I, I realized that, you know, that wasn't the right relationship. Um, but my struggle was not in that we weren't together any longer. It was that I didn't do my best to try to make it work, Mm. um, that I wasn't my best, um, that I didn't try to right the wrongs that I did. Yeah. You quit. Um, yeah. And in the, while we were going through our divorce, it was all in my mind, it was all his fault. Right. And once I was away from the situation, I realized it was a lot more faults. (laughs) It was probably a lot of mine, but I was just projecting, my failures on him because I, I wasn't ready to face my own insecurities and my own shortcomings. Well, and I can see, you know, why you'd have a, like a sense of regret. Um, and, you know, obviously for the listener, I, th- I think that the big point there is knowing that that's not the right person. You know, right. if it's truly not the right person, then yeah, it sucks that you didn't, you didn't uh, try or you did quit. But like the big point is it is, is it the right person? Yeah. And I think, a question that we ask our guests every time is if you could go back and change anything, what would you change? And something that's been um, a recurrent theme in those answers is that these people that are successful and doing the things that they love, um, they've all answered the same thing, that they wouldn't go back and change anything. That might encourage themselves in the past or that sort of thing but they wouldn't go back and change something because that has all made them who they are today and and they've had to learn those hard lessons to become who they are today yeah and uh i agree with that yeah like i wish i could go back and change some of my reactions right um or some of the things that i've learned now but but now you have that lesson in your head still, yeah. so you can't. But I can go back and objectively say, like, I'm glad that I went through it. Yeah. So that I'm going to hold on to that lesson for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I I won't make that exact same mistake. I might right. make a lot more mistakes in my life, but I've learned that that in particular, um, I grew from it. 
And that lesson that I learned was a very painful growing pain, but it was something that needed to happen. Yeah. Well, I love it. I th- I th- and I actually think that's a great place to stop if you agree. Yeah. Unless you got anything else. No, I think that's it. I, and really it's something else that I think we talked about last night that I do want to make a point is that once you put those words out there, if you say something in anger, you don't get to choose what words hang in that person's mind. You don't get to choose what they hold on to from that argument or even just a just a short, you know, quick thing back to them. You don't get to choose what replays in their mind as they're falling asleep at night or what replays in their mind when they're upset with you. Um, you can't go back and take those words back. And I think that's why so many times I have trouble communicating because I really take it in and try to think about what I'm frustrated about, the things that I don't want to say that could be hurtful to you yeah, um, or that you may hold on to. Because I know you well enough to know if I were to say something. Words mean it, a lot to me. Yeah. Words are very, very, if you say you're, little, little, uh, little advice for you. If you say you're going to do something to me or for me or, you know, you're going to meet me somewhere at a certain time. I really listen to that and it means a lot if you're on time. It means a lot if you're late. Like words mean a lot to me. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I tr- I try my absolute best to pick my words very wisely. Mm-hmm. Um because at the end of the day, the words that I say are conveying what I feel and mean and what are more important than your words? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and you know, something said in anger you can never take back. Yeah. Um and I think hurtful things stick in people's minds so absolutely. much more than complimentary the good things. things absolutely um so i think at the end of the day uh you know i think i'm always going to struggle with communication um but at the end of the day i don't want you to be falling asleep thinking of the hurtful things that i've said to you in the past even if it's 10 years ago you don't get to choose um and it's yeah. sometimes the most random things that stick in your mind. Um, and that's why I'm so careful with my words to anyone, yeah. not just you, um, yeah. because that can really affect someone's day to day. I think that's just my little extra end of the podcast yeah. and uh, I ha- thing to say is just be careful with your words. And I have, I have one too. On the flip side, if I tell you I'm going to do something and I don't do it or I'm late or whatever... I feel atrocious. Like I cannot stand that. Like I hate being late. Um, so yeah, words are very important at the end of the day, guys, I truly hope that quitting on love is not for you. We'll talk to you guys next week. This has been the better than yesterday everyday podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Every day.